Angela. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> Stan or Neil? How about if I just sit? With whom are you having an affair? An affair? Where did you get that idea from? Well, I have my sources, but they must remain sacred. In that case, we're done talking. It was Ernie. I'm having an affair with Ernie? <laughs> no, not with Ernie, but, but he said that you confided in, in some woman at that health club. I don't know, a Carol something? <laughs> oh, boy. All right, Angela, look, come on. Tell me who it is. I, I gotta know. Who are you having an affair with? You. <laughs> Hello. Welcome back to another episode of... Hey, yo. Oh, hey. The Who's the Boss podcast. I'm Tori. I'm Kevin. And we are here to rewatch and discuss every single episode of Who's the Boss. Today we are covering... Season 6, Episode 9. This episode is called Sex, Lies, and Exercise Tape, <laughs> which I'm guessing is a take on the 80s movie Sex, Lies, and Videotape. Yeah, I think so. That was an 80s movie, right? 80s yeah, or I think early so. 90s? Oh, it had to have been I mean, 80s, it was 80s because we're, only, we're still in 89. Yeah. You know, and, and um, I will say this, spoiler alert, there's no exercise tape in this episode. That is correct. So. There is, there's exercise, though. Yeah, but I don't remember anyone taping them doing the exercises. Right, and she's not doing any sort of exercise video. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. I too. know, but there's no other way they could. There's also no sex in this. No, Only but there's lies. mention of sex. <laughs> Only <That's> lies. <laughs> there is mention of sex. Like if, it's happening. Yeah, yeah, and, but it's not really. Anyway, it first aired on Tuesday, November twenty first, nineteen eighty nine. It's a Thanksgiving episode. Angela embellishes the status of her relationship with Tony to impress the cool crowd at the health club. They really, you know, it's funny how they didn't, they did not really tackle a lot of holiday episodes in no, this show. They, they really just, didn't. did they just make them not knowing where they were going to land each season? I don't know. I don't think so. But like, even still, you can make a Thanksgiving episode and move it. It's not like. A ton of things happen that are topical or right. not topical, but like things don't really happen in a sequential order or. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Like, did, did shows do them every year or did shows just like have like did. one I mean, or two per series? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good point, I guess. Because I guess they're harder in syndication um, Christmas episodes, but. I don't know. I mean, I still think that like those ones kind of become the classics for a lot of these 80s shows. Like, yeah. Even now, a lot of the streaming services will package around the holidays. They'll do little hubs where you can see like every Christmas episode of Family Ties. And, right. Or whatever. Yeah. 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 I don't know. But yeah, I know. And never Halloween. Never Halloween. Never. All right. What do you have for this summary? Um, attending a gym, Angela meets less prudish girls who openly get her talking and thinking about hunky men, like Ernie, who works out there, what? or t or Tony. Now, let me finish okay, it. Okay, okay. Now at home, too, she ponders and recalls the fat high school girl experience, root cause 
of her romantic shyness. Should she start dating Tony? Oh, hang on. Oh, I scrolled down. Sorry. Should she start dating Tony or still declare him fair game for others? I feel like this person watched a different episode. Well, <laughs> I mean, pieces of it, but... Ernie works out there. Ernie does not work out there. Ernie is the water guy. Chuck is the guy oh, <laughs> at the health club. And then this is never an issue of should Angela let Tony date? <laughs> this is... Angela made up lies. Ernie does not work out there. <laughs> no. Oh, well. Ernie's only form of exercise is carrying that water jug around. I think this person just got confused. <laughs> yes, they did. Ernie works out there. And Angela never. Ernie, well, no, no offense. Ernie doesn't look like he works out. <laughs> Even carrying the jugs of water. Oh. Really doing much for Ernie. Poor Ernie. And yeah, Angela never <laughs> contemplates whether or not Tony should date other people. It's all her. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Let's anyway. move on. When this episode, oh, uh, oh, hang on. This was written by a man named Seth Wiseboard. And what's interesting about Seth is that he's only written two episodes of Who's the Boss? One is this one, and the other one is Losers and Other Strangers, which I believe is like season three, season four. Yeah, it's the I one know with the Rita name's Wilson. Familiar. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that was a while ago. So he must have just been like a freelance writer because I looked at his IMDb and he did like a bunch of two or three episodes of different 80s shows in the late 80s. You want the, you want the trivia or no? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Well, it just says perhaps due to this, its title and topic matter, this title is dropped from TV reruns in 2021. And it says at least on Cozy, Cozy TV. So I think in some places that the title is not. Yeah. Of the episode, because maybe because there's sex in there. Right, because it actually says sex in the title. Yeah, I don't know. I noticed on this my copy age, of... who cares? My copy of the episode from Roku, the title is called Who's the Boss? Like, if you look down they here don't even where it put says the Who's title, the Boss? Because they probably grabbed it from something. Yeah. Because I'm sure now nobody cares. I know. I mean, come on. This is the least of our worries that a Who's the Boss show has the word sex in the I title. Oh, really. Um, but also... I wonder if that meant that Cozy TV actually wasn't airing it because the Rewi Rewind TV version does say Sex, Lies, and Exercise Oh, okay, and that's brand new. Yeah, that's a brand care. new network. Oh, you know what I think? What? I think I released our last episode with an F-bomb that I never bleeped. Oh, crap. Sorry, everybody. Oh, well, sorry if your kid was in the car. <laughs> I'm getting too loose now doing the Ted Lasso podcast that the... Because yeah. I almost just I said it again and I it. caught myself. I know, and I, I didn't. Okay, when this episode starts... We see a new character who is Ernie, the water guy. We've never met Ernie before, but he seems quite close with Tony. And he seems to know a lot about everyone in the neighborhood. Well, he delivers water there and he sits and listens to all their... Exactly. He's listening in on all the conversations. So he's heard that someone's getting hair transplants. And Jonathan's like, what is that? And Tony explains that it's when you have hair inserted into the top of your head. <sighs> And uh, Samantha and Jonathan both think that's gross. Then they find out that another woman in the neighborhood, Frida Wilson, is getting liposuction. And Jonathan's like, what's that? And then he talks about how that's getting this, the fat sucked out of your body. And he's Frida making this, Wilson. That's yes. That's a funny name. <laughs> it's not quite Rita Wilson, just right. Frida Wilson. <laughs> I know, and we just were talking about Frida Wilson. Mm. Rita Wilson. Rita Wilson, not Frida Wilson. So then the so, kids leave the kitchen and Tony's chasing them out of there with liposuction sounds. Let's leave Frida alone. She wants to get some liposuction let Frida, letter. Let Frida be. And the poor other guy with his hair plugs. Leave him alone. 
So well, something to talk about. No, I was going to say, and Ernie oh, yeah, yeah. turns Ernie. out to be a regular. Yes, Ernie is going to be on how many episodes? Looks like 10. Okay, yeah. Five, oh, six, he's seven, all the way to eight, the end. Nine, ten. Savor the Veal Part 1 is the three-parter oh. that ends the series. Oh, so he was recurring. I know you said he was on for a while, but he finishes it out. I mean, not every episode. I guess he only shows up when they need water. Right. <laughs> or he's at the gym putting <laughs> in his... Uh, Putting in work at the gym. When Angela needs him to trade out her water machine again. Right. Yeah, he does kind of become like uh, just one of Tony's little buddies in the kitchen. Because he's sort of Brooklyn, but he's from Connecticut. So I guess it's easier to weave him into the story. Oh, I see. I remember when I first did my recent rewatch of this before we started the podcast, it was right around when the pandemic started. So we were also binge watching Shameless. And I recognized him immediately in an episode of Shameless. Oh, yes. I remember you recognizing him. And I didn't because I never got that far. I didn't get this far. And his name, the actor's name Ralph, is Ralph P. Oh, Martin. That's what you're asking. Sorry. Oh, no. And unfortunately, he passed away in 2017. Just a real bummer because he could not have been. He had to have just been in his 60s or early 70s. Maybe. Oh, 20, oh, 2013. Yeah. Is that what you said? 2017. 2017. Oh, I what do you see? I see a different Ralph P. Martin. Oh. And <laughs> that I'm looking up right now. That's interesting. Yes, is a different one. And he's also dead. And he's also dead, yes. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Oh, why? no, no. I why would this be that way? I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, November 21st, 2017 is what IMDb says. Okay, this is no longer interesting to people. Yeah, I know. No one cares about Ralph P. Martin. Aww. I mean, no, I don't mean it in that way. I mean, they don't, they're not concerned this extensively, I should say. So Mona comes into the kitchen and she says, hang on to your BBD, boys. Here comes little Mary Sunshine. What? BVDs. What does that BVDs. mean? BVDs were underwear, believe it or oh. not. It was a kind of underwear. I can't believe you don't know that. I don't know that. Like meaning it was men's, it was a brand of men's underwear. Um, and I, it was founded by a company. It was a, uh, these three founders in this New York City firm. I ended up looking it up. I mm -hmm. knew they were underwear, but I didn't know the extent of right, it. Right, right. And it's Bradley, Voorhees, and Day were the name of the people. But oh, it's Fruit okay. of the Loom. They're Fruit of... It, oh, the okay. owner is Fruit of the Loom. Gotcha. Okay. I think Fruit of the Loom owns them now. I don't know if they always did. Yeah, because they didn't. I, I mean, they, I still they don't still sell those. I don't think. BVDs. Yeah, yeah. they do. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I don't see them. Oh yeah, we can buy you some BVDs. No, if no like. I don't. I don't want any. Oh, I think they make ladies' underwear now. Oh, okay. Lady like I've underwear. heard of Hanes and Fruit of the Loom, obviously, and even Tommy John or whatever. I that. think they make it anyway. I don't know. Okay, moving so on. All right, this is we're. I wanted to be done in thirty-five minutes, and I know, it's not going to happen at this pace. So Angela comes in, and she is in a really bad mood. She says that life stinks, and she mm. had a crummy day. And then she starts talking about a few people at work that we've never heard of: Stan, Neil, in accounting. He lost the W twos. Stan did something that she didn't like, and she was upset because Jeff looked better than her that day. Right, but those names have to come up to make sense exactly. and help with the episode. Yes, so we learn about these employees that we haven't met, but are quite integral, 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 or that to Angela's business. So she is already on edge. She's had a bad day, and, and then she Ernie, discovers Ernie. that Ernie did not bring the new water machine that he was going to bring to swap out with their old one. 
Yeah. And then she just like lays into Ernie. I know. And Tony's trying to protect him. He feels bad for him. Angela threatens to get a new water company. Oh, man. <laughs> this God. <laughs> Poor Ernie, the only water no. guy we've seen. Okay, so the, Tony's like, don't worry about it, Ernie. I'm, I'm going to work this out. And Mona's witnessing all of this, and she says, I know what you need, a surefire release to get rid of some of this tension, but you're probably too uptight to do it because mm-hmm. Mona's uptight. talking about sex. Of right. Yeah. And Tony's like, he he's not going to go that far, but he is telling Angela, you know, you really have been very stressed out lately. Not for nothing. Not for nothing. But you need to do something to get your body moving and your blood pumping. And Mona's like, yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. And he's like, no, <laughs> I mean a health club. So he wants Angela to join a gym. And Angela's like, no, I don't want to join a gym because it brings back all these awful memories of the girls in gym class when I was a teenager. Mm. And she said, it's all these other women checking each other out, trying to figure out who stuffed tissue where. Well, where, um, uh, who stuffed tissue where? Like it's going to go anywhere but in the bra. Right. <laughs> You're not going to put it on your ass, like make your ass look bigger. Oh, I your butt. <laughs> it's okay. You could say ass. Okay. I just try to keep the F-bomb out of this oh, one. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, and then Mona's like, listen, anytime she had a cold, she was prepared with tissue. Because thanks, Mom. Look at that brooch on Mona's jacket. Yeah, that's impressive. It's, it looks like yeah. a, um, a, a, like a, a bow you put on a... It's the size of a dinner plate. On a wrapping, on a <laughs> present. <laughs> so, oh, the cat is doing something at the table. I'm sorry if you can hear that. Yeah. So Ernie comes back in and he's like, uh, I don't have the water thing. I'm so sorry. Angela's That's all annoyed. It. That's it. And he's like, but I do have a tip on a health club because Ernie hears everything. So he knows. So he found out that there's this really nice health club nearby and it's called Women, Just Women. And Tony's like, oh, great. You qualify. <sighs> and then Angela wow. just stands up and like towers over Ernie. Ernie is short. He is. I, yeah, he's got to be like 5'2 or something because he looks like he's about Samantha's height. So now at the health club, a lady's giving her a tour. Hang on. I want to just mention one thing. All right. I am happy that they are focusing this Angela going to the gym on needing to exercise for mental health more than okay. body, which yeah. is nice because I feel like... Especially right. where Angela's concerned. I'm glad right. it wasn't like, oh, you've been eating too many brownies and your pants don't fit, so go to the gym. Right. But, he just meant, you know, it was like to get your mind moving. You right, know, yeah. No, it's Mental a, health. It's very good to exercise for your point. mood. Yeah. So Angela is getting a tour of this new gym by a young woman named Vicky. And she says to her, do you have any other questions about women, just women? And Angela's hmm. like, yes, as two men walk by. Why are there not women, just women? And Vicky explains that some men took them to court, so now they have to let men into the club also. (laughs) Leave it to men. So now it's just men and women, just... No, women and men, just women and men. That's like um, those lawsuits that happened with ladies' nights at bars. Oh, really? Because women were getting in for free? Yeah, they would get in for free, and I think that... Men, like men's suit or something or made a big deal about it. It's anyway. funny. I think there are some gyms that are just for women. Like I know there used to be. Curbs, I think, was one. Yeah, I think you're right. But actually, I don't even know if Curbs is still in business. I know. <laughs> there was a Curbs here by us. I bet you there's not any gym, gyms that are just for women or 
like yeah, gender specific. I don't know. Because it, that opens a can of worms that kind of, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm, yes, it's another one of those things where you could say like, oh, well, if we had just men gyms, then women would be mad. But there's usually a reason why they want to have there's a reason why there's just women just just women. women don't want to be around men right they don't want to be leered at while trying to exercise <laughs> trying to, right. or feel self-conscious um but yeah w- over in woodland hills there used to be that curves gym and then curves. right next door was a frozen yogurt place yeah like, which it's like make, make choose wisely when yeah. you're walking up is it yogurt like every time you walk frozen out. yogurt or is it <laughs> where are you working out i would go directly to the yogurt place yeah. if i went All there right. Eventually, the curves went out of business, and the yogurt place, I think, is still there. Well, that's the same thing in, with Orange Theory. There's a Menchie's. Oh, yeah, that's right. There right is next Menchie's. To yes. But I guess you go so early in the morning that the Menchie's isn't open yet. Yeah, no, yeah. I yeah, I don't have a decision. <laughs> okay. So, Angela, she shows her over to a bike, and she gets on a stationary bike. And she's like, I'm pretty physically fit. Go ahead and put this on 10. And Angela can't even move the thing. <laughs> so, she's like, okay, never mind. Put this on 1. And I love the workout clothes. So this, these are very 80s. It's like high high thigh. What do you call that on the side, I guess? Like high thigh leotards. Yeah, they're with, leotards for sure. With lots of leggings and yeah. leg warmers. And I think that this is really what women wore to exercise yeah, no, at the time. It's great. It's like you don't see that now. I mean, now no. it's... Yoga pants. Yoga and, pants. And, and a tank topper. Sure, Yeah. But it's cute that Angela has these little shorts on. I like that. I like yeah. her outfit. So she gets on a bike next to three other women. And they're all talking about stuff. Just that You can tell, you get a sense right away that they are all friends. She's kind of listening to what they say. And then she's already sweating on this bike after like 37 seconds. So she pulls a tissue out of her right. bra right. and starts to wipe her head. And they're all looking at her like yeah. she's crazy. <laughs> the women. <laughs> so the women are all kind of like, you know, talking amongst themselves, kind of letting Angela into the conversation, but not totally. She doesn't really feel that comfortable with them yet. These actresses are... Oh, right. Yep. Should have had that ready to go. Hang on. Okay. So Randy Heller is Carol, and she is most well known for Karate Kid and Cobra Kai. Yes. So she is still acting today because she plays... Danny LaRusso's mother still. Yeah, that's on I mean, Cobra I immediately Cobra. recognize her because yeah. she's closer to the age of the when she was in Karate Kid. Right. So I recognize yeah. her right away. And just her accent is so New Jersey or whatever that is. Yeah. And that's Carol, who is going to have a little brother named Chuck. Right. Then there Chuck. is Mary Cadoret. Cadoret. Um, yeah. Who I recognize from Three's Company. Company and well, really Three's more a crowd. Three's yeah. a crowd, but she was in the end of Three's Company. Yeah, yeah. she's who That's marries why I recognize Jack her Tripper. right away. And then, oh, I didn't mention earlier, Vicky is played by Deborah Stipe. Oh, Vicky's the right. Yes, and right. we couldn't find much that she's been in. She's much no. younger than the rest of the cast here. She's about to turn sixty. Um, and we, that's well, yeah, because she's the door per like she's yeah. the young. Yes, yeah, the young woman. Actually, she ends up being Tony's date at the end, too, right? That's right. It's the same woman. Well, she hits on him. Well, she does. Yeah, yeah. And then Sandra Kearns, who is Patty. And Patty, I mean, Sandra Kearns, I thought was related to Joanna Kearns, but I cannot find anything about that. And I don't know why I thought that. But she does kind of like her. And she, I know her from, she was the original mom on Charles in Charge. 
Like the first yes, family that then got her, yeah. recast and then it was supposed to be like the sister's family that came to live there. So she was only in like 36 or 38 episodes. So after their workout, the girls are in, like this is a pretty fancy place. So they have a full juice bar and it looks like you can get lunch and salads and all sorts of stuff. So you it's go there and work gym. out. Then you sit and have breakfast. Like you would be there like three hours because then she still has to get ready for work before she gets on the train. Yeah. Well, they put showers probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like a good chunk of time you're spending there. So the girls invite her over to sit down with them. And she is kind of shocked that they're inviting her over because that's not the experience that she's had before when there's been a group of Mm. girls who all know each other and she's the odd man out. So she goes over and she sits down. They all introduce themselves, Carol, Deb, and Patty. And they ask her, how did you like your workout? And she's like, oh, it was fine. And they're like, come on, we know you're lying. And she's like, yeah, yeah, it was terrible. I hated every minute of it. (laughs) A nice looking guy walks by and Carol introduces him to Angela as her little brother, Chuck. And he's like, oh, yeah, I saw you. You were on one of the rowers earlier. And he's like, what was it that you were singing? And she says, row, row, row your boat. (laughs) And then she says, it makes the time go by faster. (laughs) I guess this is during the time where you really, I mean, I guess you could have had a Walkman with a headset on, but it's not like you have your phone where you can just find any podcast to listen to, anything on Apple Music right, to listen that's to. True. Yeah. Like you had to show up at the gym with a cup cassette tape or two to get you through your workout. And then whenever, whatever you picked, that was it. You were married to it. So some of the other girls are joking about Chuck and they're saying like, oh, if I wasn't married, I would be so after him. And they ask Angela, like, what's your story? And she says, oh, you know, I'm I'm divorced. Carol asks her if she's playing the field. And Angela's like, well, it's more like watching from the dugout. (laughs) So they're joking. They're like, you know, it's usually the quiet ones who are getting the most action. Well, just then, Tony comes in because Angela forgot her briefcase at home. And so he brought it to her. And Vicky has escorted him in and is talking to him, looking him up and down, like completely coming on to him without... (laughs) Vicky likes what she sees. She does. So then the girls all see Tony and he's like, oh, here, I'm sorry. You know, you forgot your briefcase. And Angela's like, thank you so much for bringing it. I would have had to go all the way home or I would have gotten to Manhattan without it. So she kind of introduces Tony to the girls. And then he says, okay, are we still on for movie night tonight? And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, okay, well, meet me in the balcony and bring a flashlight because it gets dark up there. It gets dark up there. (laughs) And he's being all like kind of flirty and stuff. So when he leaves, then the girls are like, okay, well, obviously you're involved with someone because he just came here and brought your briefcase. She's like, oh, no, 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 no. He's my housekeeper. And then which one is this girl? No, not. um, I know that's her name. um, Deb. Deb says, oh, it's too bad he doesn't live with you or he's not a live-in. And and the look on Angela's face, they realize that he is a live-in. So they're all teasing her and they're like, you know, you guys have some major chemistry and he's so good looking. There has to be going something going on between you. And Angela's going to tell them no. And then she's like, well, you know, the truth is you guys are very perceptive. So she doesn't actually say it, but she lets them believe that there's something going on between her and Tony. And you know what's great about that, this part of the episode, which is kind of what you said earlier when... um you were saying that she, you know, Tony was like, she should go to the gym for mental health or whatever. Mm-hmm. That it's an 80s, almost 90s episode where it's a bunch of women kind of joking about 
sleeping men, with men. and sleeping yeah. right which you didn't see a lot it was always yeah I men d- sleep you know talking right. about women right so yeah yet another think- thing about who's the boss that was yeah it's a great conversation that these women are having and they're like you know, egging her on to go out with or right. asking what's going on with Tony. Right. And, and Jane's joking no, around like men would joke around. Right, yeah, there's no shame in it at all. They're just hoping that she's having some good sex with this cute guy that just walked in. Exactly. So now, so now back at the house, Ernie. Ernie. Ernie's always Ernie's there. Ernie's back. And he's like, oh, I got her water thing. And then Tony's like, all right, well, tell me what's going on on the gossip circuit. And now Ernie's like, ah, and he's laughing because he knows he's got good dirt, but he knows that Tony's not going to want to hear it. That is a different water thing in the background, by the way. Oh, is it? Yeah, it was one of those. Oh, good. Move, he moved from the cl- older plastic one to one of those, like, I don't know, they're like ceramic or yeah, something? Yeah, I, I remember makes, those. Yeah. Did you have a water thing? No, nope, we never had oh, one. Oh, you didn't? I thought you said no, you did. Yeah, no. we did. We never did either. It seemed like only it's the probably rich fan- kids had Yeah, those. that's too expensive. <laughs> yeah. Um, pay for water to come be delivered to your house <laughs> so ernie's trying to give him the gossip without actually giving it to him and he's like well it actually starts with somebody whose name is mrs b so then tony's like mrs bennington and he's like no it's b-o and then he's like mrs bennington's got b-o uh, Tony's just having a field day with <laughs> no, right. stuff that isn't real. Going in the complete Tony cold, T- very cold. You've gone in the complete right. wrong direction. Tearing Mrs. Bennington down. <laughs> he even says she looks so clean. I know. So then he's like, "No, it's about Mrs. Bauer." And now Tony's like, "Wait a minute, what are people saying about Mrs. Bauer?" And he says, "Well, he found out that she's having an affair." <laughs> With someone she works with. I like that they both stand up and then they both sit back right. down. Because <laughs> Ernie's trying to get out of there. I know. Tony's I'm, not going to let him. No. So Tony's like, that is impossible. There is no way that she's having an affair with a guy that she works with. Angela comes into the kitchen and now where she was in a terrible mood the last time Ernie was there, she's in a fantastic mood. She's so happy that the new water stand is there. And she says, this is the perfect topper to the week. And Tony's like, what exactly are we topping here? So yeah. there's a lot of sexual innuendo flying around there here. There really is. Yeah. And then she makes it. So she's talking about Stan and Neil again at work. And then she says, Jeff is a real pistol. Yeah. Again. Which again. Yeah. <laughs> and then pistol. She's, yeah. <laughs> she's like, thank you so much for making me join that gym. Because before I was exhausted and now I feel like I have enough energy to throw myself on top of everything <laughs> in my path. <laughs> <laughs> That's no good. So, but the thing is, what's happening here is the gym is actually working because her mood is right. much great. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. really in a good mood now. But Tony thinks it's because she's humping all uh, over town. Humping all over town. <laughs> Throwing so he, herself on top of everything right. in her path. So he looks all sad. And then Mona comes in and he tells Mona, your daughter is having an affair with someone at work. So, well, I didn't know what. He says surreptitious. Yeah. Did I say that right? I think so. And I didn't know what that meant. I feel kind of stupid. I didn't honestly either. I mean, I knew it meant like illicit or something, but we I did look it up and it just means secret. Okay. Yeah. So with that said, um, kept secret, right? Mm-hmm. So um, it, what's surreptitious about if she is throwing it around town? Because Tony doesn't know about it. No one does. So, But it's still kind of technically not Tony's business. Oh, absolutely not. But <laughs> I Because think, he, they're not a thing. So right. who cares? Because 
they, I know they are a thing without being a thing. I know. Yes, but I, I guess Tony's just mad that they none of them know about this affair that she's having. So it's not like she's dating someone; she's just sleeping with them. Jesus. So he's very, and then Moon is like, "You've got to be kidding me!" And he's like, "Who is it? Is it Stan, Neil, or Jeff?" And she says, well, it can't be Stan because he likes redheads. Right, which we all know why. That right, because that means Stan's, Stan's had sex with Mona probably. Mona naked. Yeah. Then she says, ditto for Neil. And he's like, well, then it has to be Jeff. And she says, no. And he says, why not? Does he like redheads too? And she's like, no, he likes Neil. Jeff likes Neil. Yeah. That made me laugh. It is. That's a, such a... And it's a cute Current joke. joke because it's not a joke about being gay. Right. It is just a joke letting Tony know that it's, Jeff is not part of the equation. Right, like Jeff's Because gay, he likes... But he doesn't... Right. So, yeah, it, I do... She, she, it's not a joke, like a typical joke in the 80s where it's like, oh, he's fruitcake. Right, or, making fun you know I mean? of making fun. being gay. Yeah, it's just it's like... just he likes Neil. Yeah, and they're just <laughs> using it. So it is a funny joke, but in a way where we're just... You're you're learning that Jeff is out of the equation, but there's no like shame or anything put on Jeff. Exactly, which is great. Yeah, I did think that this episode is quite a few of those. It does now that we're very progressive episode. So Tony goes out in the living room, and Angela's (laughs) checking the mail, (laughs) and he stands there and he goes, Angela, (laughs) Angela, (laughs) and again she does one of those Tonys, which is so funny. I know. And he says, Stan or Neil? And she's like, how about I just sit down? <laughs> and he's like, Which that's also like, can be taken as pretty dirty too. Oh yeah, I didn't think Stan about that. Stan or Neil. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess we're supposed to think that he's telling her, she thinks he's saying Stan, Stan or, or Neil, Neil. Which is yeah, why, right. Not Stan or Neil. But you're right, that is kind of a little bit dirty if right, you think of the Neil part. But... I do think they were going more just for the name pun. I know, there. but... And she's like, how about I just sit? And he he says, with whom, and this is college Tony, with whom are you having an affair? Mm. And he he used it correctly. Of course. And she's like, uh, who am I having an affair with? Who, who told you that? And he's like, I have my sources. And she's like, well, then our conversation is over because I'm not going to talk about this. And so he caves and says it was Ernie. She's like, I'm having an affair with Ernie? <laughs> he says, no. But Ernie told me that you told some woman at the health club that you are sleeping with someone you work with. Mm. Now Angela knows what's going on here. So she kind of walks away and she looks a little embarrassed. And he says, come on, tell me, who are you having an affair with? Now, again, Tony doesn't have any right to be jealous here. No. And he is acting very jealous. Like he He's is. upset that she is dating not even dating someone, but just sleeping with someone. Um, so it's like, uh, and it's just that frustrating, will they, won't they crap again. Right. But, like it's like all the tension and whatever of a couple without them being a couple. Exactly. Like neither one can feel like they can date anybody, but right. they're not dating. Yeah. And this whole what season. What is happening? This whole season kind of becomes this platonic dating where they are dating each other without being in a relationship. So. Okay. He's like, who are you having an affair with? And she looks over at him and she says, you. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, oh, the guy's always the last to know. (laughs) Wacky. So he's like, you know, I've been busy, but I think I would remember if I was having an affair. And she's like, I know it's stupid. It's just that I was talking to all those girls. 
And they were the cool girls sitting at the cool table. Mm. And I just didn't want to feel left out. And I let them assume that there's something going on between us. Tony's disappointed in her, but she says, they were all talking about men. And you're the closest thing to a man that I've got. (laughs) He's not sure how to take that. I know. He's like, oh, gee, thanks. So he's telling her that like he's disappointed in her and that she needs to go and tell them the truth. And she doesn't want to do that, but I think she also knows that she's going to have to tell the truth. Or they could just start dating. There's and, that, and too. Get this That's over what I thought already. the last time yeah. we watched this episode the other day. So then it go- dissolves into a flashback of Angela. <laughs> about- so insane looking. <laughs> about how this brought back all these memories of being in the lunchroom with all the cool girls at the table who wouldn't talk to her. And so we see Carol, Patty, and Deb wearing the same clothes that they've been wearing this whole time. They're at the health club, but Angela is dressed like she would have been dressed when she was 12 to 14. Right. And she's wearing a green sweater. She has a... this. The wig looks like they bought it at Party City. I know. And it looks like it could be... Who's the brunette character from Scooby-Doo? Velma? Yes, I think you're right. It looks like it was part of a Scooby-Doo costume, <laughs> and they <laughs> got that no, wig. Velma's hair is a little shorter, but it's yeah, the yeah, same it's look. true. Yeah, with like the headband. Right. So the the little flashback is just ridiculous. But Tony's like, this is not an excuse. And she has a lot of pudding in the flashback. <laughs> right, that's the other thing. She has three puddings on her plate, so we're just going to shame Angela for all the pudding that she ate as a child again um, because it, we're just keeping the joke that she has a huge sweet tooth. Although hmm. I ate 14 Girl Scout cookies today. But I'm damn proud of that. Okay. I don't even care. <laughs> and so she's like, he says, you're not 16 anymore. You need to just get past this. Be an adult about it and tell the truth before the rumor spreads any further. So Samantha's coming down the stairs and she's like, what rumor? And then Jonathan comes in and he's like, who's talking about what? And then Mona comes in. So it's just showing you that pretty soon the whole neighborhood's going to be thinking that Tony and Angela are having sex again for like the 14th time because we <laughs> everyone always thinks they're having sex. So Angela goes back to the health club the next day or a few days later and the girls are talking about Tony and she's like, no, listen, I just have to tell you that there's actually nothing going on between us. And she's like, nothing bad happened. It's just that we don't have anything going on. And they're like, oh, okay, well, then, you know, you had sex with them and now you've moved on. That's great, too. There's no problem in that. See, again, another very progressive conversation with women. And she's like, no, I haven't had anything going on with him. And honestly, I haven't been out with anyone in a really long time. What's Deb wearing? Which one's Deb again? Deb is her. Oh, yeah, I know. She's wearing like a blazer. So I guess she's took a shower she's ready to go to work I don't, she's I, got a brooch on too or something oh does she oh okay. or no maybe, so maybe that's part of her shirt <laughs> yes it does look like she was wearing a blazer to work out in though because okay. it, it looks like she still Whatever. has on like sweatpants and sneakers though <laughs> who knows so then they're like oh okay so wait a minute then you are single and she's like trying to like not she doesn't want to date because again she and tony are in this weird limbo where they're not really dating anyone else and they're not dating each other but they're like, okay, well, if you don't want to date and there's nothing going on between you and Tony, like, are you lying or what's going on? So they decide that if she really is single, that she can go out with Chuck because oh, Chuck. Carol's little brother Chuck really liked Angela. So Angela comes home that day and he's like, how did it go? And she's like, I told them there was absolutely nothing going on between us. And he's like, all right, good job. 
And then he asks her, do you want to go out Saturday night? (laughs) Because he has a couple of tickets to the Philharmonic. And they're playing Beethoven. Beethoven's fifth. Right. What does he? What is? How does he? What does he, he say here? He says, "I thought I'd take you along, <laughs> take you along." Then he gets really into. He's like, "Take you along, take you along," and he just keeps going. He's such a goofball. I know. It's uh, very Tony. <laughs> but she's like, "I can't because I have a date." And mm. now Tony's unhappy about that news either. Right, because it's like, well, we just cleared all this up. Right. What happened? Yeah. Uh, what do you mean you have a date? She's like, it's no big deal. It's just this lady at the club. Her brother Chuck was interested in me, and he's like, Chuck, Chuck. And he's, like, <laughs> <laughs> he's very mad about that. And she's like, he he asks what he's like, and she's like, oh, he's a bit of a dumb jock, and he has very little personality. Tony's like, so why are you going out with him? Right. And she says, you know, I just, the girl, it's, she got pushed into this again. Like, she didn't want to go out with Chuck. But the only reason she didn't want to go out with Chuck is because she wants to go out with Tony. Right. And she's like, you know, I we know wish this. I could cancel, but I can. He's like, that's fine, whatever. I'll just go to Beethoven by myself. And then he's all sad. And he's like, I'm going to go back to cleaning now. And he goes over to the table and starts dusting stuff. And then he starts singing Beethoven's fifth by saying the word Chuck and angrily dusting. The feather duster. <laughs> so Angela goes into the kitchen. Although this must be later because we saw her walking up the stairs. Right. Unless she l- went upstairs, went down out of and one of the windows. Right, back down. right. Then went through the back door and the side and then went through the kitchen. And Mona and uh, Samantha are in the kitchen. And this is a cute conversation because it's another kind of like Angela getting advice from Samantha or at least them just talking through stuff. The right. three of them actually. So she says, you know, I have... Tony asked me out on the same night that I already have a date. And Mona's like, what's the problem with that? You should be celebrating because you have two dates and you usually have no (laughs) dates. (laughs) And she's like, well, so Sam's like, it's fine. Just break the date with the other guy and go out with dad. But she doesn't want to do that. And she doesn't want to cancel because the women are going to make fun of her. But she doesn't want to let Tony know that because he already got mad at her for being peer pressured into the date in the first place. <laughs> and she's acting like she's 14. She's like, he's already mad at me because of this. So they're like, okay, well. and Well, she says he's already mad at me for acting oh, like an adolescent. An adolescent, <laughs> right, right. And she's acting like an adolescent Absolutely. as she's saying it. So she's saying, you know, the girls just intimidate me and... I, it brought back all these horrible memories, and so Mona's like, oh, no, she's having one of her uh, dork traumas again. Dork traumas. Gosh. So, Mona's no, no support, help ever, no ever. help ever. But Sam's like, listen, I've hung out with the cool kids, and they don't think that nerds are as nerdy as nerds think they are themselves. Mm. And she's like, really? And she's like, that's not true. She's like, you just we're your puppets and you make fun of us and all this stuff and sam's like i would have let you sit at my lunch table if you wanted to and she doesn't believe that either i would not have run away i would have talked to you Mm, yeah right so then the two of them just end up in a fight over sam being a cool girl now and angela being a dork at high school when none of this matters anymore because she's a grown-ass woman now (laughs) right doesn't matter so we get to later that evening and angela what is this? I don't know. <laughs> it looks I don't like know. it's like a soldier. Yeah, or like, like a not a soldier, but like a. I don't even. It's know like to someone took a jacket and then pinned random medals random on things it. Things on it. Yeah, right. like they do kind of look like medals, but one's like on her back Car- shoulder. Colonel Angela. 
It's a strange outfit. <laughs> it's very, and it's like a black velvet dress with these gold and ruby colored like gem I know, and I can almost remember this kind of outfit, sort of. Yeah, I can. Being popular yes. then, but I don't know what this is. I have no idea. Like looking at this now. I think she's is... trying to be like, well, I can get out of the state or have this guy. This guy's never going to want to call me again. No, no. She's already canceled the date here. She has no date. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. She already can. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Maybe yep. the guy saw this and canceled the date then. <laughs> He's like, that's, that's right. right. We're I'm good. confusing myself I'm, I'm again. Fine. Right, yeah. right. I'm sorry. So she's broken the date with Chuck. And now she's all dressed up to go out with Tony. Right. Because she thinks that he's going alone to the Philharmonic. And she's like... Tony's got his double-breasted coat. I love it. Very, very (laughs) early 90s, late 80s. It is funny because, like, you know, we make fun of Angela's shoulder pads and stuff. But, like, sometimes she still wears things that I think, in a way, are popular again now. Like, certain blouses and stuff. This will never be popular. This will hopefully never see the light of day. No one understands what's going on with this outfit. (laughs) But then again, stranger things have happened. That's true. Maybe, like, in 10 years, one of our kids is going to come down. We don't don't have stairs, but come down the hallway wearing this. And we're going to be like, what? Oh, God. So she says, now it's just the two of us, and we can go to the Philharmonic. And he's like, actually, it's just the three of us and she's like oh you me and ludwig and he says no it's not ludwig 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 i guess it's not you it's just me and my date because Mm. since you had a date i had to go get a date and so now i'm going to this to the philharmonic with somebody else and she's like oh well why like why can't you break your date since i broke my date and then we can just go together but it's like okay no, and the, this woman's gonna. First of all, this woman came and picked his ass up. Right, which is <laughs> Tony does that a lot. I feel he like. does. He has some, because he has to. I guess have the women show up at the house, and he can't be. Yeah, to be in the scene. Right. So the only way for that to happen is for. I them almost to, said he can't be rolling up in that van, but I, this no. van's been sold. He's yes. in his fancy jeep now. He is. He absolutely could roll up in that jeep now. But we need her to show up here at the house. Right. So. True. She, he's like, okay, I'll go break off a date with her. And he's all ready to do it. And he's like, you know, we're going to be adults about this now. We're not going to be kids anymore. We're going to do what we want to do and not get pressured into stuff. Then he opens the door and Vicky looks really pretty. And he's like, oh, how about we start this tomorrow? Yeah. And Angela gets left at home. So did he go back to the gym and track her down and ask her out? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. She, she. He was probably like, oh, I remember she was checking me out. Yeah. She was hot. I'm going to go ask her out. <laughs> I have a feeling it's not hard for Tony to arrange a date when he needs to. That's a good point. But then since, yeah, why but doesn't he? he probably did have to go back there waiting right back for to her the gym, to have stand a shift. in the parking lot all right, shady. So he could talk to her. Or, or he went right in. Or he found out her number and then looked her up in the phone book. The phone book. Yeah. It's not yeah. like he could find her on Facebook uh, yeah, or, any, or Instagram or anything. Who's the boss will be back in a moment. Stick around. In the tag. We have this ridiculous oh my fantasy moment again, flashback, where we see young Angela with her three puddings <laughs> in the cafeteria. <laughs> and the voiceover says that no matter what year it was, there was always that one guy that she had a crush on. And that one guy is Tony, but he's got like his hair all slicked down. Yeah, he's he's got broken glasses on, a bow tie, a little vest over his shirt. And he's all upset because he went to go get a pudding and they're all out of pudding. And then Angela's like, you can have one of mine because she has three puddings on her tray. 
And he's like, oh, thanks. And then he takes the pudding and they kind of have these little geeky looks at each other like they're in love. And that's the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. We can't even get like nerd Angela and I Tony know. to date. No, they, they share pudding. <laughs> All right, you go. who goes first with reading? I don't know, but I can. It okay, doesn't go matter. for it. I don't, I'm not sure you're going to agree with this, but I gave this a seven. Okay. Um, I thought there were more funny moments. I think the second time I watched it, I even enjoyed it more. Um, there were more funny moments, and, and I think, like we had discussed, progressive moments mm-hmm. that were like very, I mean, we've seen our share of subtle racism and, you know what I mean? Like right. jokes that are off color that right. just were 80 shows then. I yeah. mean, I don't know. I can't say it's acceptable, but I can say that's what it was then. We can say that we've learned no, more and right, ship right. shows are better at it now. But this show, you know, had the, the women joking about yeah. sex and men and and the joke with the, with Stan. Right. Was it Stan likes or Jeff, Jeff likes Stan? Neil or, or something Neil, like that. Or Neil likes Stan. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, just that, that kind of stuff was... um you know, made me laugh. That Like, that truly made me laugh yeah. out loud. And there were a few laugh out loud scenes, or a few laugh out loud moments for me uh, in this episode. So yeah, I gave it a seven. I agree. I actually gave it a 7.5. Whoa. Yeah, because... Okay, so this was better than I thought. It's the first one that we've... I This is definitely an episode that I rewatched before. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember it as a kid, for mm-hmm. sure. But also, like, it just kind of deals with the relationship a little bit. It does deal with some stronger topics, which is funny. I mean, fun. And it is funny in parts, for sure. Yeah. So, and I like that it focused on the relationship a bit. And it had a decent story. Like, it kind of has a beginning, middle, and an end. And it was fun to kind of see Angela joke around with her, with quote-unquote friends. Right. Yeah, because that's the thing, too. Angela no longer has any friends. Right. We lost um, Marcy. No, no. Marcy was Samantha's. Um, oh. Oh, no. What's her name? Yeah. Um, what was her de- name? W- w- um, de- no, not Debbie. Uh, what? Oh, Wendy? Wendy. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Wendy Whitman. Or Wendy Whit- Whitman. And Whitner? she had Isabel and like those. And then they just yeah. disappear and yeah. she never has any friends That's after it. that. Yeah. So it was kind of fun seeing her hang out with these ladies. Who's the boss around here? Me or my mother? Or maybe it's you. I'm going to begrudgingly give it to Tony. Mm-hmm. Because Angela really had no idea what was going on in this episode. <laughs> like she was really just you know, giving into peer pressure and lost her way. And then Tony tells her like, no, you have to set everybody straight. And she does that. But then she ends up with a date. And then Tony's like, well, fine, if you've got a date, then I'm getting a date. And then she breaks her date. And then he says, I'm still going out with my date. Mm. So even though I don't think it was really good actions on his part, he really was more of the decision maker, I think, in this one. Because I think... If she hadn't gotten found out, I don't think she would have tried to straighten that lie out to begin with. Yeah, true. So I'm not happy going with Tony, but I don't think I can give it to Angela. Yeah. All right. Well, I agree to an extent. No, actually, I thought it was Ernie. So some someday I bet you Ernie's the boss. Maybe. He's got a few more episodes, episodes to go. I yeah. bet you... We're going to learn point, some stuff from Ernie. Ernie's the boss. But um, no, actually, I don't think it's Ernie. I agree with you. Um, that it is Tony. Um, and also, I want to add that um, Tony was the one 
who actually encouraged her to go to the health the, to oh, yeah, go to the true. gym in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he kind of was, you know, he, trying to help her out at that point. Right. Um, but yeah, pr- pretty much all the same reasons that uh, that you said. Yeah. Yeah, and Angela was just kind of, you know, like a fourteen-year-old <laughs> girl in this episode, like. What was happening? Right. And so. even though I'm annoyed at Tony because he's the reason why they're in this situation to begin with. Right. He did kind of stick it to Angela at the end when right. he still went out with his date and she had canceled hers. And now we're still waiting for Tony to stick it to Angela. <laughs> Can I say that? Yes, that's absolutely fine. All right. All right. Okay. Well, you can reach us at Who's the Boss Podcast on Instagram. Or go to anchor.fm slash WTB podcast, and there you can leave us a voice message. We haven't gotten a voice message in a while. Leave us <laughs> well, I'm one. to leave one? No. No, oh, I hear I enough from you. that makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, hang on. I don't know what the next episode is that we're going to cover. Uh-oh. Oh, I can probably find that out for you. It is... To Tony roll, with Love? Um, yeah, that's it. That's All right. It. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Okay. I Which had... is, um, well... Could also be a Thanksgiving episode, November 28th. I don't know. Does Thanksgiving ever fall that late? Oh, that's true. It could have been. So, Are we ever going to get out of 1989? November 28th, 1989 is when that one aired. Oh, my goodness. We're still... We're never going to get out of 1989. Okay. Um, I think I realize what this episode is now. I remember seeing it. I think it's when Tony decides he wants to become a teacher. Oh, boy. All right. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. We'll see you later. See you. Bye. If you like this podcast... Please subscribe and give a big thumbs up and tell all your friends. And maybe you can tell your grandma, your mother, and your sister or brother. Maybe have no siblings. Tell your dog and cats. Bye.